and welcome <laughs> to another edition of our video podcast, A Little Something Extra, with me, Nancy Gianni, and my co-host, the Gigi Artist Playhouse, and my brother, Fuck is here too. Yay. Really? I'm just kidding, Marco. Oh. Yeah, thanks, Gigi. Way, way to sound really excited about me being here. It's very nice, very nice of you. I'm just kidding. So here we go again, guys. I'm really, really, really excited about today's show. And do you know what it's about today? A little something extra. Well, of course, it's about a little something extra, but it's all about being yourself and being proud to be yourself. And sometimes when you're being yourself, that's where you might find your little something extra, like our guest did today. I'm so... Ashley Williams. Ashley Williams. I'm so excited for you guys to see our guest, hear her story, and be inspired. And, and I love that, you know, her something extra was something that she's mm. had all along in her life and that it just really came to life mm. after her daughter was born. So really, really inspiring, inspiring. And I think about, you know, talk about being Generation G. She is full mm. on Generation G. She is generous. She is kind. She is accepting. And she makes a conscious decision to be that way every single day, like all of us should. So speaking of Gen G, Franco Johnny. Do we, have a, do we have a Gen G shout-out over there? We do have a Gen G shout-out. It's actually a story that I saw a couple months back that I just absolutely <laughs> love seeing. I, and I see a lot of stories that come out like this that are just really inspiring, and it's just nice to see that people in the world are living that Gen G lifestyle and actually being accepting and, and accepting of others and actually being willing to embrace people coming in. So um, the story is Sam, who has Down syndrome, um, has been a manager of high school. Yay. Not your Sam. Okay. Not your boyfriend, Good. Sam. Um, this is a different Sam, but he's been the manager of a team, uh, his high school football team since his freshman year. Um, he worked hard to support the team. He was a member of the team. Or true, he was truly a member of the team, and uh, which is awesome for him to have that inclusion on the team because it's not a lot of high schools don't really do that. Like they have the team manager, but they're not necessarily like that involved with the team. Um, but this was a different case. So on, so when senior night rolled around, when he was a senior, so four years later. Um, he got on, he got to actually join the field alongside of his teammates and it was the first time he was actually able to suit up. So he ran in for a touchdown. The video was unbelievable. I'm sure that you saw it on, uh, on ESPN. It was on, it was on Bleacher Report. It was on a bunch of different things. And then, um, and I think it's gotten like 2 million views at that point, which is such a powerful thing too, because I think it's going to allow a lot of these other, um, like high school football players to see this and to want to follow in these footsteps and be that more, that much more inclusive of, of people within their high school that might not necessarily have gotten the opportunities to be on that football team and have that athletic ability to be able to uh, do actually do that. So just a really inspiring story. And anyone out there listening, if you are on a high school football team or in high school sports or youth sports or you have kids in youth sports, really um, just try to get into the mind of, of, different, of people who are coming from different backgrounds and different um, diagnoses and lifestyles because stuff like that means the world to them. And, and it really would, and just passing on those Gen G moments is going to allow that ripple effect that we've talked about in past episodes to really take effect, to, uh, to really help just kind of changing the world and pave the way uh, for just changing how we see uh, just people in general. So I, I really like that story a lot, and I thought it was something that I wanted to bring up. I like that story a lot, and I, I just would like to see it happen more every day. I wish it didn't have to be only on senior night. You know, I wish yeah. it was happening every season. I wish he was a little more a part of the team. I think it's a great Gen G story, and it was such a feel-good, and that kid, it just made his night. But I, I really would just love to see more of that acceptance and more of that inclusion in the world. I mean, you know, last year we had one of our uh, – 
high school boy who was the manager of the football team who was being abused in the locker room by the high school team. Complete so yeah. complete opposite story. So, um, so, so, so great, but still so far to go. And I think that um, our guest today is really going to bring us back to all that and bring that to the forefront and see mm. how we can go on to change the future moving forward. So yeah. I'm really, really excited to get started. Are you excited, Jeet? Yes. All right, let's get this party started. You know, when we started the Something Extra podcast, we were like, we want to get celebrities and Hollywood and actors and everyday heroes. Mm. So we were trying to figure out where do we put Ashley in there? She's mm. all of the above. She's extraordinary, and we didn't know how to figure mm. out what we were going to call her, so we're just going to call her Supermom. How about that? Yeah. You like that idea? Yes, I like it too. So we want to welcome right now, super mom extraordinaire and advocate, <laughs> Ashley Williams, also known by her Instagram handle. Ever e and mom. Ever and mom. Woo! How you doing today, Ashley? Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great today. We are so excited to have you, aren't we, Gigi? Yeah. Gigi is just so into ever, I just have to tell you. I so. Am. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> so can you thank you so much, and I love everything that you guys stand for as well. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. From one mom to another girl, we got to keep hitting it for our kids, don't we? Oh yes, mom supporting moms. I'm all about it. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your family and and what you're doing in life. We're just really inspired by you. Okay. Well, um, my family is originally from North Carolina. Um, we've been in California for about three years now, and it's just myself, Ever, and my husband. And we moved out here to California just for more resources and things like that forever. And I'm so happy that we moved out here. Uh, it's just been so many things that I've gotten her involved in, and she's in school now, and she's does modeling and so many different things that I have her in and the resources have been of abundance out here. And I'm just so happy that we've made that step for our family. That's fantastic. All right. Well, Gigi, I know you have some questions and I know I'm going to have to hand it over to you because she's just excited about your girl. I saw the pictures of Ever. She is so pretty. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she has Down syndrome like me. What are her favorite things? Ever, well, she loves to watch Family Feud. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so she likes to watch Family Feud, and uh, she loves dressing up. She likes to put on little tutus in the house, and she's um, such a girl to be in the mirror. She's a girly girl. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I love her name. Where did it come from? Yes. Well, Ever's name, I was looking for a name to go with her middle name, Julia. And that's actually after my aunt, and she's 103. Oh. And she's still alive, yes. And so um, I was like, oh, man, what could go with Julia? And I was just looking up names, and I wanted Ever to have a, a name that was easy enough for her to, you know, spell and remember and things like that. And I was just looking at E names and Ever, and I was just like, Ever, ever Julia. And I was just like, forever. She's forever mine. And so <laughs> I was, just, I and I was just like, that is perfect for her. And that's exactly what we said. We were when we were just talking about it, we were like, I wonder if it's forever and happily mm -hmm. ever after. Like there's forever. So, yes. forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So many positive vibes with that name. 
How old is she? Ever is five years old. Yes, her birthday is in October. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, and, and I heard she has a modeling contract. Tell us about that, girl. How did that happen? Yes. Um, so when we moved out here to California and I was like, maybe I should get ever in some modeling. I was doing little small things on Instagram for like hair bow boutiques and little things like that. And when we moved out here, I was like, hey, maybe I need to up the ante. And so I was like, I was like, maybe I need to see if I can get her into an actual agency. And so I kind of Googled um, some in my area and I submitted her in and they responded back and they said, hey, we would like to accept her in our agency. And I was just so happy. That is awesome. Her and that hair, I love her hair. Oh, yes, I know, I know. And I don't leave it out as much as I should because she she pulls on her hair so much and her grandmother is like, I need her hair to be free. That's what she said. <laughs> her hair to be free. Have it out. And I'm just like, yep, yeah, ever stops pulling on her hair, I will. <laughs> it is adorable when it's out like that. And my girlfriend with her with Shelby when she was a baby. My favorite thing when her, was when her hair was just down and it would be in her face and it drove her mom crazy. She always wanted to pull it back. I'm like, leave it down. I love that wild child, this is me look. I love it. And she wears it well and her sass just walks with it. So yes. <laughs> she has a lot of it. <laughs> that yes. we can totally see, totally see. So let's get back to when she was a baby, did I, and again, I, I'm not sure, did you know prenatal or was, were you blindsided? Obviously you're blindsided by the diagnosis, whether it's prenatal or if it's <laughs> at birth, but tell us a little bit about the story when, um, when, when she was born. Yes, um, I did have a prenatal diagnosis. So I was aware that Ever was going to have Down syndrome. And so with that, it comes with a lot of mixed emotions because mm -hmm. it's like you're prepared, but then you're not, you right. know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like you have all these thoughts in your head and you're like, hmm, well, how could this mm -hmm. happen to me? And I felt like I was fairly young. I was about 26 when I had um, was pregnant with Ever. Yeah. And so yeah. I've only heard of Down syndrome being diagnosed in older moms. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's a um, misconception about that, you know, that's not out here. And ever since I've had Ever, I've met so many younger moms, like under 30, that have had kids with Down syndrome. So I really think that's something that needs to be out there more so that you won't be so scared if you get that diagnosis. Right. And you won't feel so alone. I mean, the average age to have a child with Down syndrome is 28. And most people yes. don't know that. And I mean, we have a lot of moms here mm -hmm. that come to Gigi's Playhouse that are like, 18, 19, 20, like they, we've got, I'm, I'm 18. you are 18, dude. Yes. But we have a <laughs> lot of young moms and I agree with you. I think more people need to know that and understand that. And, and many people don't, which leaves these young moms feeling very isolated. Yes. And then I don't actually know someone with Down syndrome. Like, well, now I do, but <laughs> back then I didn't. So I was just like, so confused, like, how am I going to parent my child? Um, I didn't know like how she was going to be. It was just a lot of mixed emotions, but I told myself I'm a first time mom and you know, this couldn't be a mistake. So right. whatever comes with this, I'm going to be on the ride and we're just going to do it together. And mom and daughter and her dad has been right there 
for us and everything like that. And so that's a blessing. And I'm just um, still learning to this day. You know, she's five years old. I'm and I'm still learning. Still yep. learning. <laughs> she's 18 and I'm still learning. I, I learn so much from her. I learn from her every day. She teaches me how I should start my day with gratitude, the way she starts her day. I, I learn from her every day, every single day. And I learn from parents, other parents with new babies, with, you know, whatever it is. We have so many families that come um, to the GD's Playhouses around the country that have that prenatal diagnosis and they are scared parents and they don't know what's going on there because society, you know, a lot, the, there's a huge termination rate, as I, I'm sure you you already know, and the, and the doctor's you know, like to um, make sure. And that I had that a little bit within my journey as well. Um, you know, talking to the um, doctors and they were like, well, these are your options. And I asked them, I was like, well, what's the percentage of people having, um, you know, not giving birth to their child? And he was like, oh, it's like 80%. And I was just like, oh, whoa. Right. And I was like, and I think when he said that, that made me be like, I have to be her mom uh -huh. when he said 80%. Mm -hmm. It's because I was just like, I I didn't want to be in that percent. Nope. And I, girl, I'm so grateful to you that you that you did what you did and you're still doing what you do, because when when they push that and when they push that 80 percent, you know, the, the, they're talking with the most vulnerable people in that moment. You're getting a oh. a, a life altering diagnosis and you don't know what to do. And when you're, who do you look up to? You look up to your doctors. And when your doctors are saying. 80% of people don't keep this. You got to let this go. You know, that implies that our yeah. kids are disposable and that they yeah, don't need to be kids. here. And and that's that's why our fight for acceptance for our kids is mm -hmm. so hard. And I'm realizing more and more and more is that this is systemic discrimination. It is being it is. taught to everybody that that they're less than. You know, they, the yeah. fact that our kids can't, you know, they're not on the list to get an organ transplant. There's so many things that are saying that they're not yeah. worthy. What are we doing? We need to change that. And that's why I was so happy to be talking to you. And I'm I'm very excited in ways that mm -hmm. we can get together and, and bring change. Definitely. Because this, Definitely. this is what we have yeah. to do. And you're awesome on Instagram. I, 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 I suck on all social media. I, I just I don't just... Instagram too. <laughs> and Gigi has an Instagram too. Yeah, she's so much better than me. Follow you, oh, Gigi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's it called, Gigi? <laughs> Gigi Gianni. She's like, it's Gigi Gianni. Yes. And and you oh, should yeah. see. And and with her siblings. <laughs> yes. Her siblings are constantly like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we posting there? What are we posting? My <laughs> pictures. We cannot keep track of you in the slightest. They can't keep track of her with three older siblings. Well, I like it though. I'll get a text. Take that off her Instagram no. right now. Look at her. No. <laughs> well, maybe you can share one of those siblings with Ever. She's an only child. Because they have lots of followers. Yes. We would Ooh. love to have, imagine a little Ever in our life, Franco. <laughs> Franco, our executive producer, is my son and one of the biggest mm -hmm. Down syndrome advocates you can find. So, and he would love a little, he would love a little Ever in his life. Where in mm -hmm. California are you? Um, In Anaheim. Anaheim. Okay, so I totally don't know California. Is that near, like, so we have a playhouse opening next month in Sacramento. We have one right now in San Diego. And then we have another one opening in I'm Orange County. I'm an hour County. away from San Diego. Oh, got you. Okay. And we got one opening in Orange County, too. Are you closer to that, or are you closer, or Sacramento lower? Uh, well, closer to San Diego, yeah. Got it. Well, we love San and Diego. And Pacific Mexico, too. Well, don't forget Mexico, too. So if you ever hit Mexico, we got one oh, in Mexico, cool. too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny because right before we moved out here, they were opening a Gigi's 
in the state that I'm from in I, Charlotte. Yes. And so I was so like, oh my gosh, no, not when I'm leaving. <laughs> and it it's is so, an awesome playhouse. Oh my gosh. I have been there. Like when we go travel back yeah. home, yeah. because the majority of our family is back there. So when we travel back home, I make it a point to stop by Gigi's. Girl, when you go to uh, to Charlotte or when we go to San Diego, we are going to hook up for sure. I know. Look, I might have to take that drive to Sacramento when you guys go. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I think that you would, if, if I think that would be a great ride for you to take and meet some really amazing people that are not just from the Sacramento location. Mm -hmm. They've got, because they, they actually, when they started that location, they started it because of an, um, a basketball player on the Sacramento Kings. So they've got really great community involvement over there. So I'm excited, really excited for that opening. Now she also, uh, is she dual, di I think I heard that she had a dual diagnosis. She's also has autism. Yes, um, she's also on the um, autistic spectrum um, moderately. Okay. And she got diagnosed when she was three years old. Um, her doctor mm -hmm. wanted me to get her tested. Uh, she had like some signs that I could kind of see that were... Um, maybe not typical for down syndrome and so i was just and she started to have a regression with her speech mm. and so i knew something mm. was going on and so when we got the testing for autism it came back that she was moderately on the spectrum really at first it was a little overwhelming I bet. I'm, just like, mm. I'm just like oh man now what mm. do i have to do go to another walk I just got this Down syndrome thing down and I'm just working all that. So I was just like, oh my goodness, now I have to see what other resources that she needs. And so she does behavior therapy now because of that. Yeah. And um, just little extra things that I didn't even think that totally. you know I would have to do. I do it now, but it's okay because it helps me to advocate better forever. Totally. To, to know everything that's going on with her. So it was hard at first, but now, hey, I'm just like, it's just more it's of her ever. love. Who she is, right? Well, the good, oh, yeah. the good news is autism has a lot of more funding. Like Down syndrome is the largest chromosomal disability in our country and the least mm -hmm. funded, whereas autism has a ton of funding and programming. So that's... Yeah. That's the good and bad about it. When you get that on there, at least you're going to be getting availability to a lot more therapies and a lot more, um, a lot more help for her than you would with just the Down syndrome. So yes, yes, there's the yes. positive side, girl. I'm going to make a spin. I'm going to put a silver lining on everything I can. <laughs> How's your husband do with all of this? So is he like with the diagnosis um, he, from the beginning? More of the behind the scenes, like. Um, I'm here to be like fun dad. I love you guys. I'll come to wherever you need me to come. And yeah, like he's, he's like that. But right. at first I think he was just like, oh, it's nothing wrong with my daughter. It's nothing wrong with her. You right. know what I'm saying? That's just my daughter. That's yeah. just ever to him. And it is, you know, that's just, that's just ever to him. And so I could see at first going to maybe some of the walks and some of those little things like that. I could kind of see, I don't want to say it made him be a little emotional inside but I know that he could start to see like okay well maybe my daughter really does have a diagnosis and so I'm like yeah but she, he's just like well no she could do anything he That's still right. is like when she's 16 I'm gonna buy a car and I'm just like um okay yeah well, I'm gonna teach her to drive and I'm just like 
okay. So he's just like, still just like, I'm just like Eris' dad and she's my daughter and that's it. And I'm like, keep my dreams going. And there is, there's adults with Down syndrome who drive. So let him know that he's on the right path. Keep that positive attitude always. And me. And, yep, and Gigi's ready too. She's ready. She's ready to start driver's ed too. Oh, and you should see her. She drives a killer golf cart. So oh, I good. And I think as long as you're, yeah, learning that stuff and how it works and being exposed to all those things early, sets yes. them up for success. There's nothing our kids can't do if we help them do it. So you know I, I love your husband's attitude. And I remember it is hard because there's, you know, every everybody raises their child different. And everybody has different expectations. So, you know, when you're seeing someone who might not have an expectation or maybe had a lot of health issues, whatever, it could be scary to go, oh, no, am I always going to have to be helping her do X, Y, and Z when you don't yes. know what your daughter's life's going to be. And you know what? We don't know with any of our kids who they're going to be and what they're going to be oh, able to yes. do. So, you know, and what can happen in life. So it's just, yeah, it's 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 awesome. And I love, I love his take on just she's my little girl and – I'm going to give her the best me? life I can. Yes. And yeah. that's the advice that I give to a lot of moms that message me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they was like, well, I have a diagnosis or uh, my child's three months and they have Down syndrome. And and I'm just like, I'm going to tell you this. First and foremost, your child is a baby. Baby so, first. Exactly. They're a baby first. And so just tend to your baby. Worry about feeding them, changing them. Like, you know, just right. be there for them doing the things that they can't do for themselves yeah just enjoy having a baby because let me tell you five came fast (laughs) five came fast you know (laughs) yes and now you're chasing you're running you got attitude oh goodness (laughs) i'm just like how did the attitude come that fast right how how did it come that fast and it was just like maybe when she was like three so Oh, she knows what to do with that cuteness. Believe me, she knows what to do with that cuteness. Yeah, and then she'll come lay her little head on her, your shoulder sometimes and trick you. I call her a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> like, first they're sweet, then they're sour. Like, <laughs> I love it. Well, if you have any of those, you know, we also, we do have 52 locations across the country in Mexico, but we also now, we launched Gigi's at Home. So now we do virtual programming and we're serving families in 50 mm. countries. So if you've wow. got, yeah, it's amazing. Oh my gosh, Ashley, it's such a gift oh, from man. God. And it's really opening up our kids to the world and opening up, um, you know, just letting people see their value. That's the most important thing that we need to be doing because really in all the research I've been doing lately, just on on watching how disabilities are still not rising and what people are recognizing, we're recognizing so many other causes which we need to be doing, but we also need to bring up that disability because you know what? People with disabilities fall into every category of all these things that we're pushing up. So we really need to give a voice to our kids. It is time. It is time for, you know, the, the, the way that our kids are being treated to stop and the way that using, using the R word is not an issue to people. And and it's, it's getting even more prominent, which blows me away when everybody else is fighting for things. We're actually pushing down the population that needs us the most. So I'm just so grateful to you. And when you have those moms, let them know that there's GGs is out there, that we have virtual programming available. We have virtual playhouses now. I have some of the moms that I know in um, North Carolina, mm-hmm. I've, I have told them, hey, go to GG's. You yes. know, I told them, like, go to GG's mm-hmm. because, you know, we have to have spaces for our kids to feel comfortable. Yeah. And for them to grow. And they learn yes. when, when they're accepted, 
they walk different. They talk different. You know, when they're in a place oh. where they know they don't belong, it's it's different. They're they they don't feel welcomed and they 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 know that they feel that emotion but when they're in a place where where it's an achievement center they are there to do nothing but achieve and be loved and be accepted it's a different vibe even for the siblings even for the mom and dads and and it really just boosts people up it empowers them to go that's right my daughter does belong in this world and you know what she's gonna that's right you and ever and and we're gonna make a place right right we got this (laughs) all right i know you've got some questions franco did you yeah, so one of the ones that I just wanted to ask because I just love see, following you guys on social media and just seeing what you guys have been doing. And <laughs> I mean, you you kind of remind me a lot of my mom and and, and how you're just kind of a super mom, and and the way that you don't want to shy your child or shy you don't want to like yeah I guess shy your child away from the world and that you're very open and wanting to show them their strength, show the world their strengths and who they really are. And so my only my question is uh, is what has helped you in finding that and and wanting to bring her and and show her off to the world and show this is my daughter this is who she is and this is who she can be. Oh. Yes. Um. So going back to when I got that eighty percent, you know, just told to me, I was like, if I'm feeling this way, especially being in the African American community. Um. Like any kind of disability or ailment or anything we don't talk about it. You know, you don't talk about it. You don't, you know, it's just, it's like a, a, a shameful thing sometimes. And so I was just like, if I'm feeling this way and I don't really know anyone, I have to celebrate and show others so they will know how to, you know, be with their child and bring them out. Child. And bring yes. Them. You know, I have literally had people come up to me in restaurants um, other African-American women and say, I'm so happy to see you sitting here with your daughter. I have a friend. She doesn't take her child anywhere. Yeah. You know, and that That's hurt so me. Like, I think yeah. when I got back in the car, I cried because yeah. I couldn't believe that you wouldn't even take your child like to a restaurant or something like that because of a shameful feeling. So I just had to say, you know what? I have to show it. I have to celebrate it. And that's why I started the Instagram. Like I'm so like, if believe it or not, no social media. I'm so like <laughs> private in that way. So for me to show ever as much as I do and stuff like that, it takes a lot. But I had to show that right. that we have to celebrate, you know, because it's nothing shameful about it being her mom and um her family loves her she has friends like and the world needs to know that and celebrate that and one of my friends actually had a little boy that has down syndrome last year and her seeing that on instagram and the page and seeing everything i do forever that encouraged her to have her baby and she loves him and her family loves him and i was just like if that was just one person, if other people can be inspired, inspired by it and just love on their kids and take them out and have fun with them, then that will help the world accept our kids. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. No doubt. That was so well said. And, and (laughs) you're so right because even at Gigi's, the population of African-Americans that we have that come in is lower than I wanted. I'm like, you guys, everything is free. Everybody is welcome. Come, (laughs) Come to us. And I feel like a lot of times they very like they feel safer maybe in their church and mm-hmm. in other places. And then once they come, I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Here they are. They're coming. And they're realizing this is forever. Like th- there's nothing shameful. 
This is yes. beautiful. And yes. we celebrate this. So I am I am just a huge fan that you are out there when there's, you know, you've got dual diagnosis, you've got, uh, you've got, <laughs> you know, just so many different things from Down syndrome that, um, that you're breaking down barriers for. So I'm really proud of you, girl. Like, Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And that's another reason why I got her into modeling is because I'm like, totally. hey, my child has Down syndrome, she has autism, and she's African-American. I have to break a barrier for her yes. so big to where that the world can accept all of that. Yes. Preach it. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That is so awesome. And I'm Honestly, I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to have you on today. Now, look at Gigi's face. She's so mad at me because she has questions. <laughs> and, and I keep taking over. Okay, I'm going to stop right now. But I just, I, I'm just really inspired by you. And I, I'm just yes, really proud of you as so a mom. I hope that all of us can get together one day and we can oh. see you. And you can see Ever. I can't wait. And we're doing it. Ever and oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's make a plan next month. This is the Sacramento opening. After the virus. After the virus, yes. yep. And let's make a plan for next month. So we'll hook up somewhere in California next month. Can I ask him more questions now? This is my podcast, you know. Does ever have any siblings or a cousin to play with? Um, she doesn't have any siblings, but she has like hundreds and hundreds of cousins oh, that are fun. like siblings. What is your favorite thing about being a mom? My favorite thing about being a mom is that, one, I love that I have a daughter. I always wanted a daughter so we can do girly Aww. things. And she likes clothes like I do and hair. So just having that, like, she's like a built-in best friend. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> Awesome. And I love it. Like she's my number one shopping buddy, especially because her dad is like, I can't stay in that store for an hour. But I'm like, ever can, you know, and ever she's like touching the clothes on the rack and she's always like pulling at the most sparkly, puffy things. And I'm just like, oh man, you're a girly girl. I love it. I like your shopping too. It's fun. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes. What are your dreams forever? Yes, my dreams forever is just for her to have a, I guess, a normal life, as you say, in society, as far as just her having a job, having a boyfriend, getting married if she wants to, just having a career, going to school, I mean, college, like just mm -hmm. all of those things that mm -hmm. every other child gets to do. Mm -hmm. That's my dream for her. Her just living her life and being happy. That's all I want for her. That's right. If you had one message to the world, what will it be? Um, my one message to the world would be is to be kind. Like, I know mm. we say that so much in our mm. community, but I'm telling you, that is something that never gets old, being kind to someone because you don't know what type of day they had. You don't know how their home life is and just what they go through in society period. So just being kind to someone, it goes a long way. 100%. And we, mm -hmm. we have a um, generation G is be generous, be, be kind, kind, be, be accepting, accepting, right? And it's, it's a conscious decision to be better every single day. And we mm -hmm. really put that out there. That's Gigi's Playhouse mission. It's our mission for acceptance of all, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's putting a big I love old, that. I love that. Yeah, putting a G in your hand, draw a heart around it, and post it. So we got to get you and Ever to post that. 
Oh, yeah. And we'll post it right back at you, right? Right. Let's do it. All right. And then, okay, so as you know, our podcast is called A Little Something Extra. Extra. And that all of us are born with that little something extra Mm -hmm. that makes us unique and that might make us shine or excel Mm -hmm. in somewhere. Mm -hmm. What do you think is your something extra? Uh, I guess my something extra is is that I don't give up. I'm able to find another way if something else doesn't work out or, you know, just Mm -hmm. my drive to be able to get in there and and pull up by my bootstraps and just get it done. And get it done, yeah. you know, and that's like, even sometimes I look back and I was like, how was I able to get that done? Or, right. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, it's just something, that's my little something extra that I have. And I can, um, I think I get that from my mom because she was like that in my childhood. And she was just like, okay, get it done and doing this. She's doing 10 things at one time. And <laughs> I'm just like, hey, but it's just like, Man, just that have to get it done and just figure out a way. That is definitely my little something extra. I love it. That is awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your something extra, (laughs) not only with us here today, but with the world. And oh, ever. thank you so much for having me. And you two ladies are wonderful. Oh my gosh, I just love you guys so much. <laughs> so we feel the same way and we can't wait to meet you guys. We love you, Ashley, so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. And we will Thanks. see you soon in California, in Charlotte, in Chicago, wherever. Or San Diego. Or San Diego. Yes, right? we are definitely right. going to make this Sacramento happen. I promise you. <laughs> All right, cool. But well, we will my, see you there. My favorite openings at Utah is my favorite. Oh, her my favorite. favorite state. <laughs> well, maybe we can meet in Utah sometime. That's Gigi's favorite. <laughs> her favorite Gigi's Playhouse opening was with our Utah location. That was pretty cool. Uh, my friends was because my friend is there too her friend is there yeah so we got to get back there so maybe we'll just do you know maybe we'll do a Gigi's road trip yeah Gigi and ever on the road that could be really cool I know right pop tarts and cookies (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you so much again we love you and we look forward to seeing you really soon see you later bye Wasn't that like an amazing interview? It really brought a lot of things to the surface. I think that this um, that this time in our lives right now is things are starting to bubble up. And I feel like, you know, people with, with disabilities are kind of getting knocked down during this time. While everybody, everybody else's causes are being pushed up, I feel like ours is going down a little bit and we need to be a little more vocal. So I love that she is out there fighting for our kids and doing everything that she possibly can. Really one of the most interesting parts I thought that I took away from her interview with us was um, how she was talking about how parents of disabilities within the African-American community. And, and I love the fact that she is becoming such a big advocate of of exposing her daughter to the world and, sh- and and basically exposing the world to her daughter. And I love the way that she just celebrates her life. And, and I think the fact that she's doing that is going to just create waves within all communities, whether it's African-American community, any, any, any race or, or, gen- or anything. And it's just going to allow families to show their kid off and show the world who they can be. And it's going to allow, and then in turn, it's going to allow their kids to then so much further develop and be so much better off going forward. So, Franco, I'm wondering, do we need to, like, give her some tips on how to get her voice? Do you say tips? Did I say tips? Did, did you? I did say tips. Tips! My tips are about being myself. 
it's important to, to be just who you are. You should pick the music and show that you like. You should wear the clothes you like and do, do things you like to do. You should do your hair how you like it and make makeup too. Don't ever let others tell you not to be yourself. I love myself, and you should love yourself too. So, Jeej, thank you so much for those tips mm -hmm. on being yourself. Tips! There we go. I'm so proud of you <laughs> because you are yourself every day. I'm so proud of Ashley and Ever that mm -hmm. every day they are out there being proud of being themselves, being who they are and who God them made them to be. So everybody, get on out there. Let yourself shine. Be who you are. Be proud. And be Generation G. Right, Cheech? Right. All right. Have a fantastic day, everybody. 